Welcome, Royal Family. You tuned into Healing Queens, the podcast, where the focus is motivation, support, and guidance for the growth of our queens. I'm Emma E2K, your certified healing life coach. Welcome, everybody. Guess what, y'all? It's episode 59. Woo! 59. And this episode specifically is sponsored by healingqueens.org. Healingqueens.org with a Z. E2K Worldwide Services, LLC, Modern Mindset Life Coaching, LLC, and As She Speaks Coaching. Uh, the topic for today is going to be surviving foster care. Yeah, we're going in. We're going to get a little serious, folks. Um, surviving foster care. And I have the privilege and the honor, of course, I send out the invite uh, to an author friend of mine, and she uh, gracefully uh, accepted the invite. So we're going to get into it with her. Uh, she has uh, some knowledge and some uh, jewels to be able to shine on this topic today. So without no further ado, please welcome the queen, Janae Hardy. Welcome. Welcome, queen. Hey, hey, hey. How we doing, everybody? How we doing, Emma? I'm good, man. So grateful that you accepted the invite. I mean, you know, I send out invites to people um, and, you know, between schedules, you and I had a like a little right with the scheduling, but um, but nevertheless, we're here. Um, and this topic is a topic that I really have been wanting to get into for a minute. I just kind of, you know, was letting the Lord lead to see who was it that you know was gonna come in and do justice to this topic, right? Um, I'm I'm not vaguely familiar. The only thing I do know is people that have been through the foster system. I personally have never been through the foster system, so I can't really speak on uh, the transition or anything, what it looks like. I can tell you uh, people that I've dealt with in the aftermath of foster care um, and the things that they've told me. Um, so this is uh, why I definitely wanted to, um, you know, you're very vocal and open um, about uh, speaking uh, dealing or, or working with people um, that have survived foster care or have been through it because you work, um, you know, in the system. Uh, and I'm going to let you get into it because I'm not going to go and mess up uh, 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 the truth. So I'm going to allow you to speak in, you know, let's chime in on this topic, surviving foster care. Thank you so much for the invite, I want to say, and I'm so honored to be here. So thank you for that. Um, surviving foster care, what a topic. Um, so just a little background as far as career experience. Uh, when I was about 20, 21, I worked at a medical um, office for about four or five years. And I just was not happy there mentally. I felt like there was more that I could do um, as far as a purpose. Um, so I decided to leave that field and start um, with the, the system as far as um, Department of Children and Families and things as such. So um, I first started working with uh, young women from ages 14 to 21 at a, a group home here in St. Pete, Florida, where I'm from. And it was quite an experience, even just like the background of the actual building um, where the girls stayed. So the building had been there um, since like the early 40s. And originally, 
women who were um, teenage moms or who had affairs and got pregnant or something like that, they would come to that specific house, have their kid, um, give away the child or adopt the child and then go back um, up north or wherever, you know, they left. And the families would say, oh, my daughter is, you know, um, in summer uh, school or she's visiting or touring. But meanwhile, she was having a child and, you know, releasing that child into the world. So it was a very profound experience working with, you know, those girls being there at that house. Um, and then shortly after I started working with the Young Kings um, and that was uh, boys from age group, I believe eight to 18. Uh, so that was quite an experience. And then lastly, um, just working with um, battered women in the domestic violence realm. Um, I worked at a shelter and it was really heartbreaking as far as foster care ties in and domestic violence to see certain situations. Um, one of the most haunting things I think that I saw there was seeing a mother have to give up her kids or her kids getting taken away from her, like right in front of me. Um, it's hard. So I've seen so many sides to, you know, the play in foster care, um, Department of Children and Families and such. So it's it's really a lot and it gets deep for sure. Right. Um, you know, speaking about that, because you just said a lot of things that were just, and, and you're not even going in depth in them. So I'm sure, you know, um, this is the edited version because not a lot of people can really handle the truth and what really goes on. But for the sake of uh, speaking about healing, right? Because, you know, we're about empowering, uh, motivating, or giving tools uh, to people. That for our listeners that are watching, that have gone through the foster system and, um, and have gone through, you know, certain experiences, um, yeah, I just think about it. I've never personally, again, been through that. I do know a lot of people, uh, people very close that have gone through it and have experienced so much trauma there because, you know, we we talk about, oh, the foster system, we remove children from their families. And sometimes it's needed because sometimes they are abused and all that. So I'm not, I'm not discrediting, you know, the ones that need to be removed. But when you remove them, there should be something more solid in place because sometimes they're better off with, the crackhead parents that you're trying to remove them from yes you know so what do you think as far as the system what do you think since you've been you know there front center mm-hmm. and seen it what do you think are the things that that should change or 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 how do we help um these young people that are removed from everything that they have um to give them some sort of uh safe feeling or 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 help them to heal or you know right so um that's a great question and honestly I have two views to that um I feel like from a system point of view I think that there should be more people in place that actually care about you know those individuals that are in foster care um and that want to see change, but in the same sentence, um, 
I won't say hire more people to do, you know, that specific work, but there has been so many times where I've seen a caseworker have boatloads of cases and clients. And um, from that workload, it could get exhausting, I guess, from, you know, that caseworker having to deal with so many clients and cases. But if we had the um, correct amount of people in that field to work these cases, to um, really have a one-on-one connection with their clients and those, you know, kids in the foster care system, I think it'll be really beneficial, you know, because I've seen kids feel like, well, I'm just another number, you know, in the caseload. And you're not just another number. You are great in all that you are and you are um, wonderful in just who you are specifically. So I think if we had more people in that um, field or if we could align some type of system where it was more intimate, um, for the caseworkers to be with those families, to, to be with those kids, I think that that will work out, you know, more. Um, and then on the other side, as far as from the outside looking in as a civilian, you can always, if your background checks out, <laughs> volunteer, you know, and it's free. And most of these um, programs or facilities that have these foster kids, um, or even foster families, you know, they, they want to reach out to people who can mentor, who can volunteer, who can do arts and crafts for an hour, who can do activities for an hour if the foster parents, you know, aren't able to, or if the facility doesn't, you know, do that type of thing. Um, do care packages, you know, um, within the system, I've seen girls specifically go without basic needs as far as shampoo, hair grease, combs, uh, feminine products. So as a civilian, donate care packages, you know, do a hygiene um, giveaway. You and a couple of friends get together and donate items that these kids may need that they don't have on a, a basic you know, daily routine, um, clothing, you know, any clothing that you feel like oh, I'm going to throw away or I bought this and it doesn't fit, but it's new, donate it, you know, anything that you have. But outside of material things, time is the most essential thing that we can give um, to anyone. But most importantly, these cost kids because they already feel indifferent in the situation that they're in. So, allow them to be human, allow them to be kids beyond a foster kid, you know, being in a foster home, being in a foster facility. You're, you're a child or you're, you know, someone who's been through that. Um, let's celebrate that and not your circumstances. Right. That's good. That's good. So now you was very clear to say that the people that do want to volunteer have to have a clean record. Like they can't have no yes. Right. Because they do do background check. Absolutely. And rightfully so. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So people must understand. I mean, even if your heart is in the right place, you can you can donate by other things. You don't have to have, you know, go there or, or of your time, even though we appreciate that you want to. But if you cannot, don't let that stop you. No. Right. So so should they go like to a specific website? How would they do it? I mean. You know, Healing Queens is here and we're willing to, if you, you know, donate to us, we'll make sure, you know, it gets uh, to them. Uh, you can use us as a vehicle, but who else can they use um, if that's what they wish to do? 
So um, definitely my organization, Modern Mindset Life Coaching, we do a hygiene giveaway every year. We do um, a clothing giveaway every year. And those are specifically to shelters and foster facilities. Um, so definitely my organization, but if not, um, if you're not in the area, um, Google was my best friend when starting out. I just Google, you know, facilities, um, that may be in need, whether that be foster, um, specifically for this situation, it would be foster care, you know, Google those um, facilities that may be around you, um, or, you know, ask around if you're a church member, hey, is there anyone that may have foster kids that are in need or need tutoring? Um, you know, you can always put up flyers or campaigns. Again, if background checks out and <laughs> you're, you're willing to have that time, um, I think those would definitely be the steps to, to researching and looking at different organizations that may help. It's definitely a lot of people who want to help. So it's just finding those resources and, mm -hmm. um, and, and connecting, right? <laughs> so if you're out here in Florida, um, Tampa, St. Pete, uh, Hillsborough County, or even beyond, if you want to drive, how can they contact you specifically? Because since you're already doing um, you know, you're already connecting and you're already doing that. And this is, I tell people, listen, folks, we don't have to invent the wheel or nothing. We just have to find out the people that are doing stuff already and support them, you know, Absolutely. be behind them. Why do we want to, why do we want to invent other things? And then, you know, you, you pull from other sources, let's get, if anything, unite and get together and make it stronger. Mm -hmm. um, I never understood that about people, but that's my own personal mm -hmm. stuff. That's another topic. I agree. I agree. But, there's an old, <laughs> there's it, an old African proverb that says, um, "If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with others." So, and we're trying to go far, <laughs> you know, and, and and make a difference and really bless and be consistent, right? So mm -hmm. sometimes people have the fire to do something, and it's for a little bit, and they go on their own until they see how hard it is, right? Because yeah. this this got to be a calling. This, this what we do. This kingdom right. business. It's no, it's not fun. It's not no. fun the things that we do and the things we gotta face. People be like, oh no, it's not fun. Um, and if you're going into it thinking it's cute or fun or we may or we getting rich out of this, um, and when it, and when you see, oh, it's not, and then you know, you start something instead of supporting the people that were doing it, and now there's a whole you know gap because now yeah. you you don't want to do that. Listen, if it's not in your calling, I would tell people if it's not in your calling, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's fine. I'd rather deal with people that know they're calling than they're just figuring it out because it's like, what are you doing? You know what I'm right. saying? Like, take that mm -hmm. time to figure it out first because you're not really helping at that point if yeah. you don't even know, you know, what you're supposed yeah. to be doing in life. Um, right. And this right here, this right here ain't for the week. <laughs> oh, definitely not. This right here is not for the week, right? So God already chooses his soldiers. He already knows the ones that are going to be out there battling. Now, right. how can they contact you specifically? Do you have a website, email? How can yes. they reach you specifically? Absolutely. So uh, anyone out there listening, you can reach me at email, uh, modernmindsetlifecoaching at gmail.com. And then on Instagram, modernmindsetlifecoachingllc. Uh, those will be the, the best places to reach. Awesome. Please make sure you get in contact with this queen support. It don't take much, guys. I'm telling you, a dollar, two dollars, 
$5. Don't, you know, don't drink that coffee for that day or don't smoke that pack of cigarettes because it's not healthy for you anyway. Right. Um, and, and give it to people that, that know what to, what they're doing with it, that they really, we, we stress this mighty dollar to be able to help people out. Um, and that's all we ask for, man. And it, it makes you feel good. Believe me, once you do it and you see where it goes, it just makes, it just, it just warms your heart, man. So, you know, uh, do something, do it in somebody's name. Uh, maybe someone has passed on in your life and you're like, you're figuring out how you want to honor them. This is the way you honor them, people, by doing absolutely great work, you know, uh, or pushing and helping those that are already doing the great work. Um, so before we leave, I need you to, because I did say author, I did uh, announce you as <laughs> author. I don't know if everybody heard that, quote that. So that means she has a book or books. So we're going to get into that. Where can we get your books? Please talk to me briefly about, about your books and, you know, share your author title, Queen. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for the space. Um, so I am an author. This year is actually my fifth year as an author. Um, and I do have eight books right now under me. <laughs> Say that, say, that again, say that again for the audience in the back. I don't think they heard you. I do have eight books right now under me. So I'm super excited. <laughs> Woo. Come on. They range from uh, poetry, novels, self-help books, um, and, and things as such. So I'm super excited to be able to share my work with the world and, and um, become a little known through my words um because sometimes my personality doesn't speak for itself so <laughs> you're like oh I read your book okay I think I, I understand you now so <laughs> I think not thank you thank you mama thanks you <laughs> um if you are looking for those books or if you like to find those books um again google is my best friend so I type in modern medusa poetry and when you type that in, you're going to see my Amazon account. All of my eight books uh, will be found there, as well as uh, other websites that you can purchase uh, via Barnes and Noble, uh, Walmart, and other 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 sources for you to um, purchase those. Talk your talk, talk <laughs> your talk, poet. Oh, she's a poet too. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. Thank you. A little something, something. You don't know who I know. That's right. <laughs> My queens come with it. All okay? right. My queens right. come with it. Don't y'all be playing too much. All right. Where's that <laughs> All right. Yes. I'm just saying. My queens come with it. Um, sis, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you so much for coming in and just shedding light. Um, I know this, um, you know, couple of minutes that we talk about uh this topic is not going to, it's not the all in all, it's going to fix stuff or whatever, but I was truly believe that if we begin to talk about things, um, to put in the atmosphere, to get people to, to um, you know, start the conversation mm -hmm. um, or even just plant the seed, um, you know, mm -hmm. eventually somebody will water it or eventually we will be there for the harvest. So wow. you really planted, well, put something on my soul, because as you were saying that, um, I was going to mention a story about a seed, uh, so really quick story before we go, yeah. um, when I was working with the girls initially, I just wanted to pour so much into the, the, the young women because I wanted to have them experience things that I didn't at their age that I wish I did. 
Um, but an old an elder of the group home, she told me, um, we're doing seed work. We have to plant these seeds and we may not see them grow or bloom, but they will. And we have to have trust in that. So you saying that was um, not only aligning, but just re reaffirmation that we're 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 planting seeds, we're gardening. Ooh, look at God. <laughs> Say it, look at God. <laughs> you know, when when I was told about the, you know, the planting of the seed, the water and the harvest, mm. um, I I used to I used to be like, so you mean that we're gonna plant the seed and we're never gonna know like what's going on? Until I un- started really understanding that's none of my business. My business is wh- wherever God places me. So whether it be mm. planting that seed, whether it be watering it, mm. or therefore the harvest, it's still a blessing regardless. I don't have to see all three progress. And, and I may not. And you know what? And, I, and at this point in my life, right? Because I can mm-hmm. say before I was struggling with it. But at this point in my life, I'm okay with that. Listen, yeah. Lord, plant me wherever you, where you want me to water, you want me to see, you want me to, <laughs> wherever you send me is where I'm going. I'm just going to be obedient to, to where you send me. Mm. And I think if we all become more obedient to where, you know, God sends us, how he moves us and, and how he wants us to be, um, he can actually work. We get out of the way. Like wow. we just really in the way we be all I in love the way. That. And he's like, I'm going to stay here and wait till you get out of the way. When you get out of the way, I can do my job, you know? So Mm -hmm. we got to just learn to get out the way, learn to know that um, we have to come in community. This Mm -hmm. is about coming in community. There is no way, I'm just letting you know right now, there is no way that you can do everything on your own. Um, Multitask, that's one thing. But Mm -hmm. to, to actually do everything, you cannot mm-hmm. believe me. I've tried. I, yes. I wish I could, you know, I'm one of those, like I got it. I'll do it. Until you get burned out and you're like, um, yeah, I don't want to do it. No, help is it. essential. Yeah. Having help in a community and a village. That's really a lesson. If anything, yes. I just recently told a, a group of girls, I said, when I was in high school or young, I would hear the, you know, I don't need any new friends. No, having those connections is essential. Mm-hmm. It is important and it builds so much. So you're right. We need a yeah. community. We need to come together. And especially with this topic of those in the foster care system, they need backbones. They need a support. And if we can help in any way, I, I would encourage anybody to do so. And good examples. Yes. Right? Because Ooh. what they're seeing out there is like, Oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. So mm-hmm. let's give them some balance. Okay, no, you can also do this. Yes. <laughs> I didn't I, I started from nothing either. Nobody gave me nothing either, mm-hmm. but I made the decision that I want better for myself. Yeah. So therefore that's gonna take some work. Whether mm-hmm. go to school, uh, you know, get an education, um, or or uh really dive into the, the God-given talent. Right. So what yeah. is that? Right. Looking for the talent that you have, um, looking for ways to deal with your trauma. Mm. Right. Because we all have trauma, especially coming from out, you know, uh, yes. um, any system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you have certain traumas that we have to deal with. Right. Um, you know, I didn't come through the foster system, but I dealt with the streets, the hard knocks, you know, the hard knocks. Right. And, um, and there's just things that, you know, I'm still dealing with because things that I've seen that I can't unsee that I can't even forget or, you know, 
but I have to find uh, tools and ways that, that I can help myself when them triggers show up and Mm -hmm. not feed into it and know how worthy I am. Know that God loves me broken and all and me talking slang and too bad movies at least too bad <laughs> my hair kinky or straight blue right. eyes green eyes brown fat chubby skinny don't matter he mm-hmm. loves me because i am the apple of his eye when mm. god sees me he sees himself he's yes. love yes. and because of that i gotta i gotta make sure when when my daddy mm. sees me i'm good when yes. my real daddy you know, yes. what I mean? with my real daddy, my the mm-hmm. the 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 top notch, the big old right. king, the king <laughs> right. of all kings, right? right. The king of all kings, because he's the one that makes it all happen. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta know that if he sees me that way, I have to learn to see myself that way too, mm. or at least start, right? Yes. At least, at least, okay, I don't see myself that way now, but I know that he sees me that way. Mm-hmm. So then. I, I can't, you know what I'm saying? He don't right. make junk. No. <laughs> he don't make junk. So therefore, girl, hey. you are royalty. You are royalty yeah. wherever you stand. You are royalty with wig or without wigs, with braids mm. or without braids. Yes. Just the natural. That's the way he made you like that. With, with, with a spot and a dent and one eye this <laughs> way, whatever. That's how he made you. That's and right. That's how he loves you. And that's how he wants you to go out in the world and show your beauty. Because all beauty is not just having big breasts and all that, whatever. That's not no. what beauty is, young princess. <laughs> you know, your real beauty is what's within Mm, it's really yes. within because I've met some beautiful girls, like beautiful on the outside, and are horrid and yeah. in the inside. And that changes things. That changes a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't care. I'd rather be all messed up on the outside, but inside when people talk to me and they connect, they, right. all that is all that's forgiven and they don't even see all that because mm-hmm. of the beauty I project from inside. Yes. And, and it's rough. Yes, people will take advantage. Yes, I get it. You 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 harden up and you put a wall, but it can be for everybody. You have to give opportunities. You have mm-hmm. to create, you know, your 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 village, your mm-hmm. you know, your core people, your corner people. They are good people out here that care for you, want to love you, want to love on you. Um, not everybody's cut out to try to get something from you. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. If you have met people like that, I apologize yeah. for them because mm-hmm. I just want to let you know that the whole world is not that way. So that's right. Oh, yes. A word. Come on. sister. Yeah. Somebody needed to hear that. We Somebody needs to hear that. And if it's you that you need to hear it mm-hmm. or anyone that you know that needs to hear what we've spoken about today, please share, subscribe, share, um, inbox somebody. Um, you know, let them know that they loved on, they cared about, even though we don't know their name, because, you know, God knows who you are, you his children. So he right. sees you everywhere. He sees you in that cot, in that sofa, even in that closet, wherever you are, he sees you, he knows you are there. Believe mm-hmm. me, he knows you're there. And you're not alone. You may feel it, but, but you are not alone. And we're going to continue to pray for you, um, that you uh, overcome this, and you will. And you surely will. And you surely will. Thank you. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. So, yes, another amazing episode. Oh, my God. That was so great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for just being a part. You know, 
we never know. I'm telling you, we're two or more gathered. And mm -hmm. even though this is not live, um, I know that God uses if at whatever time this mm. will be shown and seen, yes. at whatever time, it, you know, it, somebody with the sound of our voice will hear what we have to say. Mm. That's God. That's right. That That's ain't right. the Lord, man. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid. He ain't, you know, he's not scary at all. He's he's the person that you want to connect with. He is the the feeling that you want to embrace mm -hmm. yourself with, which is that love. Love beyond wanting anything, needing anything. He don't need nothing from us. That's the cool part. He don't need absolutely wow. nothing from us, but still gives us and just wants to keep giving. Like wow. who have you met that way that they give you something and, and they expect nothing in return? Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that you've met a person like that because I know that no person exists. No. Mm -mm. No person that exists like that, girl. Man, you oh. know I could keep going. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it. <laughs> but we want to respect the short uh, podcast that Healing Queens does put out because we know you guys have a short attention span. So <laughs> we thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, be amazing. Keep writing those books. Hey, hey, hey. I haven't even got to my first one, girl. I need to holler at you because I need to start publishing some books myself. Okay, so let's talk. Yeah, we definitely <laughs> gonna talk after this. But stay amazing, sis. You are beautiful. Every time I see you, you just have this amazing aura about you. I just love being in your presence. Um, you know, let's not even that's not even the poetry part and all that, but just you, you as an individual. Um, I don't know your whole story, but I don't need to know it. I don't need to know it. I just need to know um that when i'm with you that you know the presence of god is around like you know Absolutely. like he's he's focused on you and you're doing his work and this is the reason why you can get up every day and you can go to sleep at night and get up every day and do what you do Ooh, thank other, you other than that right and That's our, right. on our own accord mm. it ain't happening no not on our own accord it ain't happening so you know that's got to be god Ooh, oh, it man, is. I could stay here talking about God all day. But <laughs> again, I know, don't be rushing me to stop, okay? Hey, don't stop. Don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. <laughs> so thank you, sis, again. I love you. Make sure you follow her. Please uh, support the, her organization. Um, she's already doing the work, guys. Come on. You know, she's already doing the work. So let's pour into her so she can pour into others. Um, if you do have a clean record, uh, try to go out there. Shout out to JDC, uh, Frank Jones, that be out there also, um, you know, going to see the juveniles. Um, and every course, shout out to my church crossover that does a lot too. Um, all those that are mentoring, man, um, the ones that are out there, the inner circle, uh, all everybody that just pours into these young souls and minds. Remember, they're, they're the future. They're the ones that are going to be out here. So you want to invest. You want to pour into these people that are going to, these younger queens and kings that are going to be out here controlling this world, you know? So what they yeah, see and what they feel, absolutely. what they're going to experience, they're going to carry that with them when they're out here in the workplace mm -hmm. or even out here in your streets. So, yeah. yeah. So let's get them before, um, you know, let's fight for them. Let's fight for right. them. They we're fighting for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, Queen, thank you. Again, another episode. Stay amazing, people. Be the light. Wherever you step in, 
be the light. There's so much darkness yeah. going out there that all you have to do is just step in the room. That's all you need to do sometimes. Just step in the room. Sometimes you don't even have to say two words. They'll see you shining. And if they can't handle that light, let them wear them shades. Oh, a word. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Until the next time, y'all. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs>